Hi there. I'm Michael Marvash, and this is The Dead Man's Forest, a weekly conversation where we talk about some of the different aspects of our existence and what those mean for us and to us. And hopefully we can take the conversation back into our lives to help us gain a greater appreciation for the things that we have so that we can lead more fulfilling lives or more productive lives or whatever kind of lives we want to lead, that we can lead them more that way, that we can be more that way, that we can become more and more the kind of people that we want to be. Last week we talked about the, the scientific mindset that we see so commonly in today's society where we deconstruct to understand and how that has some parallels here with the work that we do in the Dead Man's Forest because we, we deconstruct, we, we take apart these different aspects of our lives and we examine them closely and discuss them. And one of the insights that we gained last week is that that deconstructive process, whether you're talking about uh, the nature of your existence or whether you're talking about how elements form together to talk about, to, to look at it more from the scientific mindset, or whether you're talking about how a car engine works, or whether you're looking at any other number of things, that deconstructive mindset can be a form of destruction. When you take something apart, when you tear it apart, when you break it apart, to look at what's inside it, to look at what makes it tick, you destroy that thing. As the conversation, as my conversation continued over the course of the week, I think that insight about deconstruction being a form of destruction pointed me to another insight. It seemed that it was a hint at what we are as living things, as human beings. It was a hint at, at something that is in us. And that, that thing is destruction. We are creatures who wield in one hand weapons of destruction. It is built into us. Our digestive system, for example, it's a huge part of our body. Our digestive system exists to consume other living things, to tear them apart, to extract from them their nutrients and their resources, and to turn those nutrients into us. 
That's what we are. Our bodies are machines that are designed to destroy other things and turn them into us. So whether you're talking about wielding actual weapons of destruction or simply being what it is that we are as human beings, as animals that need sustenance that we get from other living things. Destruction is in our nature. It's in our DNA. It's in the structure of our bodies. But at the same time that we wield in that one hand the weapons of destruction, in the other, we can hold tools of creation. And these tools also are built into the very nature of what we are, into our physical body, into our emotional body, and into our mental body. From a physical standpoint, we can create life. We have in us the seeds to make new life. And we engage in a natural process comparable to eating. And the seed from one person combines with, combines with the seed from another person and a new life is created. A new person or persons are brought into existence and it's mystical. It's a, an amazing thing that you and I used to not exist. And now we can say with some confidence that we do, but the fact that we have inside of us, in our DNA, as I said before, in our bodies, we have tools to create means that we are also beings of creation. We are beings of creation and destruction both together. And we can create far more than just life. Look at all of the look at all of the things that we have created. Even the tools that I am talking about deconstructing to understand a car engine or an electric drill or a bridge or a medicine or a building. Those are things that we created, that we dreamed up out of nothing and made exist in the physical world out of the materials that are available to us. And both of those processes, the destructive process and the creative process, happen alongside each other. And they are bound together. And I wonder if we look close enough at those things, if we will see that they are the same, that destruction and creation are the same, that death and birth are the same. Or if indeed we will discover that the fable, the myth, the story that is so common 
in our culture that destruction and creation are at war with one another, that they are opposites. And that if we don't, as individuals and as a group, work to create, then destruction is all that will happen. Science, the scientific mindset, of course, tells us that that everything is being run by entropy, that the universe is like a wound-up clock that is slowly losing its order. Perhaps that's true from a distant enough perspective, but from the perspective of us, of our bodies, of ourselves, of our consciousness, we have the ability to create a great deal of order to make many new things, to improve our lives, the lives of those around us, to improve the life of the world perhaps, whether we act on a small or a large scale. For me, even coming out to the forest here is a, a restorative practice. It helps me reconnect to where I came from, the earth, just as all the life around me came from the earth. I am the same as these things, as the trees and the birds and the ants. And I am also the same as the fallen leaves and the pine cones, the broken branches of the trees and all the rot and decay that lies beneath the living things. Perhaps the destruction supports the creation and perhaps it's the other way around as well. But as I look around the forest, I see acts of creation happening all around me. I see the plants growing and I see the flowers blooming and I see the insects going from plant to plant, pollinating. I see the ants marching in their lines to get their food or whatever task they're going about for their colony. I hear the birds singing songs, perhaps they're mating songs or perhaps they're just talking to one another. I see the sun shining in the sky, giving life to all of this. The sun too, even the stars participate in the creative process that we are all participating in. And as they burn out their fuel, they are also participating in the destructive one. Looking around at all this, I am simply struck by such a feeling of gratitude. I feel so fortunate to exist and to be able to behold all this. It's my hope for you today that you can feel a little bit of that too. Because you, like me, like all of us, are really lucky to be here. There's only one of you. And that's pretty special. The Dead Man's Forest is a challenging conversation for me to have in some ways. 
because there is so much I don't know that it's hard for me to keep an eye on or to be mindful of, perhaps, those things that I do know. I always feel a little bit like Socrates, if, if he was honest, when he said, the only thing I know is that I know I know nothing. The weight of my ignorance bears me down far more than the lightness of my knowledge buoys me up. But when I thought about that, I realized we're all in that situation, aren't we? We can't, we can't sit around waiting to become wise. There's no future self waiting for us that is not dragged down by the same weight of ignorance. In the Dead Man's Forest, we choose to participate in a conversation where we are willing to invulnerability share the things we think we know based on the experiences we've had to share the wisdom that we feel like we've gained because it is wisdom and it is knowledge they are the only wisdom and knowledge that are available to us being where we are in our lives having come from where we are having gone through the experiences that we've gone through and made the choices that we've made we have access to this conversation, to this space, all the time. We can have the conversation in the Dead Man's Forest. You can listen to the recordings. But you can also talk to the people in your lives. And you can think about these things yourself. And as always, if you have had a conversation or you have a thought, that you want to share or an insight that you have realized, you can always share that. You can send it to us on Twitter at Dead Man's Forest one that's the number one. Or you can go on our website, deadmansforest.org. The conversation is ongoing. It, it wants to be ongoing. It is a living thing that we are cultivating. And it is, like we talked about earlier, destroying who we were and creating who we are becoming. We are participating in the destruction and the creation of ourselves. I think there is no greater work that we humans can do. It feels to me like everything else is in support of that work. We have the privilege, as far as we can tell from amongst all the other things that we can see in the universe, the plants and the animals and the earth and the sun, who all participate in that creative and destruct, in both the creative and destructive processes. We alone, as far as we can tell, have the privilege of being aware that we are aware. And this idea is something that I came across in a conversation with a friend over the last week. The idea of being aware that we are aware. And it's a, an idea that comes from some 
modern spiritual teacher. I can't remember his name right now. I'm sure I'll talk about him more in future conversations here in the Dead Man's Forest. But this privilege that we have of being able to consciously participate in the act of creation beyond what's built into our bodies, beyond the ability to have children as we do, or to create fruit as plants do, or to generate heat and light as the sun does, or to be unable to help from singing our songs as the birds do. We, we can choose which creations to participate in. We can choose what terms to create those things under and within. We can choose which opportunities to pass on, and we can choose those to pursue. And the choices that we make, the choices that we make about what to create, are more, I think, meaningful to us when we choose them deliberately. When we participate in that unique human experience of deciding what we want to do rather than letting things outside of us dictate that to us. We have, as Jean-Paul Sartre would say, the ability to transcend what we are, to become something more or bigger or newer. We are continually becoming. And that is a very important idea, I think, especially when it comes to living a life of fulfillment, living a life that feels vital and alive and meaningful. And so when we come back to this idea of what we know versus what we are ignorant of, we see that we can't be wiser now than we are now. If we want to become wiser, we must work to become wiser. There is no future wise man waiting for us off in the distance who's just going to arrive one day. There's no free enlightenment. It takes work or struggle of some kind. But the work is to be done today. If you aren't the person you want to be tomorrow, today, do the work of becoming that person today. Because today is all you have. This moment is all you have. You don't know what's going to happen to you when you step out of your house. You don't know what's happen, going to happen to you when you go to work today. You don't know what's going to happen tonight after you shut your eyes and go to sleep. So if you have anything to give to the world, if you have anything to contribute to a conversation, if you have any thoughts that want to be voiced in the dead man's forest in your own life, 
speak them. When they're ready, speak them. Because you won't be here forever. And so every gift that you give, every gift of the wisdom and knowledge that is in you is e even more precious because, because it is so transient and because it's only here for an instant. So I hope that you will take that as an invitation to share, to reach out to us, as I said, on Twitter or on our website, because we really do want to hear from you. We want to participate in a conversation with you. But of course, even if all you do is listen and take these words and these ideas into yourself, and you too are participating in a conversation. You too are participating in the work at the Dead Man's Forest to become the person that you want to be. Thank you for doing that work. It's really valuable. Not everyone engages in it purposefully, and that's okay. Everyone gets the right to make their own choices about how to live their lives. But we here in the Dead Man's Forest want to engage in that work. And we are glad that you're here doing it with us. Thanks for being here. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.